my dudes, my name is Tiffany. Welcome back to my series, Internet Analysis, where I like to research and explore topics related to social issues and media. Today we're going to dive into not like... This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Other girls. Girls. All they care about is makeup and fashion. They spend way too much time getting ready, doing their hair or painting their nails. They suck at sports. They're always giggling and shopping and going to the bathroom with all their friends. They are so much drama. But she's different. She's natural and low maintenance. She's down to eat pizza and play beer pong. She's not like other girls. I bet that every girl watching this can relate to this phrase. As girls, sometimes we are told that we're not like other girls or sometimes we identify ourselves as not like other girls. So for this video, I wanted to start with memes. I always want to start with memes. How other girls dress on weekends? Too much bronzer, yikes. Hair that took an hour to style. Push-up bra to impress. 250 pound designer Uncomfy dress. 100 pound high heels. How I dress on weekends? The I clearly just woke 15 up hairstyle. pound baggy jumper. Tits showing since no one's around. Cozy socks. Other girls? One Direction. Me. Internet. There are also memes that make fun of the girls who think that they're not like other girls, such as this. There are a lot of not like other girl memes, as well as tropes in film and TV and other media. And with this concept, there's kind of a little crossover with Manic Pixie Dream Girls. Like she's a dream girl because she's not like other girls and she's mysterious and she's quirky. So in this video, we're going to examine the meaning of this phrase or the many meanings, as well as who uses it, what are the implications, and is there any truth to this not like other girls phenomenon? As I mentioned, most girls are probably familiar with this phrase and may have even identified with this phrase. Maybe you still identify with this phrase. I definitely did, especially when I was young. I think this concept arises when we're little. Let's say you're on a playground. A boy tells you, you're not like other girls, you're fun. And thus it is solidified, not like other girls is a good thing and other girls are bad. This concept definitely evolves as we age, but unfortunately it remains. And by the way, I like to be very specific in my language, but because the phrase is not like other girls, I will be saying girls a lot in this video, but I'm really referring to girls and women, just to be clear. It all begins with traditional gender roles and stereotypes. A lot of this has to do with femininity and what girls are expected to behave like and what they're expected to be interested in. For example, girls like clothes and makeup. Appearance and how much effort a girl puts into her appearance are a big part of this comparison. Girls 
are supposed to be small, soft-spoken, passive, sweet, and graceful. According to these gender roles and stereotypes, there are very specific physical and personality traits that are considered girly. Therefore, the phrase, not like other girls, refers to the avoidance or rejection of stereotypically girly traits. And by the way, I just want to say, obviously gender roles are confining and problematic for a number of reasons. And of course, men are also subject to really toxic male gender roles. And of course, anyone who is non-binary or trans or otherwise doesn't perfectly fit into these imagined gender roles can have a tough time as well. But again, this video is not like other girls, so we are going to be referring to stereotypes that are very heteronormative, cisnormative, hyperfeminine. By the way, I went to discuss this video concept with Nathan, my boyfriend, and he was like, you've told me that I'm not like other guys before. You said, you're not like other guys, you're neat. And I was like, wow, I've been exposed, roasted. I'm a hypocrite. So anyway, note to self to never use these phrases. We're probably all guilty of it. But anyway, this is all very much intertwined with the patriarchy. The patriarchy is a socio-political and cultural system that values masculinity over femininity. In this patriarchal society, women and their interests are typically valued less. And along with confining gender norms, we also tend to just want to put people into categories. We want to put people into boxes, familiar groups divide them up into predictable types. For example, there are apparently two types of girls. You can be basic or you can be the cool, quirky, nerdy girl. Either a girl is athletic or she likes partying. And of course, these are false dichotomies. These things are not the only things that girls can be and they are not mutually exclusive. But still, we see memes like these. There are two types of girls. Girls who wear Converse and girls who wear heels. Cause no girl could ever own both. Girls who can do both, get dressed up wearing a beige color palette or wear Tim's and ripped jeans. That is rare to find. Get you a girl who can do both, wear a sweatshirt and sweats, and at other times dress up and do her hair and makeup. Does it even have to be said that any person can both wear sweats occasionally and also dress up occasionally? There are two types of girls, girls who go to prom and Elle Mills, who sits in the background of the pictures eating chips and wearing pajamas. Two types of I like sports girls, girls who wear beanies and girls who wear skirts. There are two types of girls on Halloween, girls who wear matching outfits with their friends and girls who dress up as Violet from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I don't know which version I prefer. Anyway, some of those memes are funny. Some of them, are they even jokes? I can't tell. Anyway, from a very young age, all of us are deeply influenced by the gender roles and stereotypes that we witness in real life and in media. And naturally, in seeing and hearing these things, we begin to compare ourselves to other girls. Am I like other girls? Do I fit in with them? Do we like the same things? Do I want to be like other girls? One time a grown man or a boy I like told me that I'm not like other girls. So I guess that's good. I don't want to be like them. I'm not like other girls. I'm different and inherently better. There's a popular subreddit called r slash not like other girls that shares a lot of posts about this phenomenon. And in those posts, you'll see that the most common flavor of not like other girls is I'm quirky. You at a buffet, eating sushi, drinking green juice. Me at a buffet. Sushi, green juice, burgers, sandwiches, spaghetti, baguettes in my purse, and a cupcake on my head. God, I am so quirky. How other girls sit, me. <laughs>
And of course, yes, it is very funny to go through these very cringy posts. Like, girl, liking burgers does not make you quirky. By the way, so-called quirky things are almost never actually quirky. It's like when people call themselves silly and crazy when all they're doing is just making a lazy, funny face, like, ah. Oh my God, we're so weird. Mm, no, not at all. Totally normal. I just stalked you. Oh my God, I'm so weird. This is a really old meme and I just wanted to throw it in here because remember when memes were formatted like this? Dark Ages. So we've seen a few memes and examples of this and you may be thinking a lot of these are clearly jokes and these people are not serious, but we do know that there are actually girls and women who really legitimately do identify with this label and brag about it. And evidently they have a big problem with seeming like other girls. Other girls, fake boobs, orange makeup, Facebook, skinny, trashy, me, real boobs, white, natural, tumbler, just right, nerdy. That's problematic for a number of reasons. We make fun of and laugh at posts like that because it just seems so ridiculous that these people would actually think that they're different, they're special, they're quirky, they're superior to other girls. But the sad underbelly of this whole joke is that there are actually girls who feel this way and call themselves not like other girls and they probably take that label in order to be liked. At the root of this, there's probably a lot of hurt and isolation. And yes, trying to position yourself as better than other girls is a very misguided attempt at trying to get people to like you. But in giving these girls who use this label the full benefit of the doubt, this could be a type of defense mechanism. Let's imagine you don't fit in with other girls, you don't feel like you fit the mold of girl correctly. You would rather own this difference that otherwise would be a source of insecurity and instead Instead, claim it as a positive thing. In an ideal world, nobody would make fun of anyone else, period. But unfortunately, that is not the world we live in. The shitty reality is that as a girl, you can be made fun of for being too girly, and you can also be made fun of for not being girly enough. There's no way to win. And I feel like all of this is even more true when we're young, because at that age, we don't know much about gender roles. We're probably not questioning them or stereotypes. All we know is that there seem to be like two extremes and that we're supposed to fit into one or the other, when in reality, most people fall somewhere in between. So anyway, now let's look at some external and internal factors that may contribute to a girl using this label for herself or being labeled in this way. External factor number one, male approval. Girls and women are taught that male approval is super important. You want a boyfriend or husband, don't you? Which by the way is so disgustingly heteronormative. Can we please stop assuming that all kids are straight? Or maybe you're seeking the approval of other men in your life, you know? You don't want to disappoint your father or you got to make sure that your male boss likes you so just do whatever to keep him happy. It is sickening. Often, especially when we're younger, boys compliment girls by telling them they're not like other girls. But what do boys mean when they say this? Is it a shallow compliment because we don't care too much about makeup, you're not like other girls, you're cool. Or is it said with good intentions? As in, you're exceptional, I don't get along with many people and we just click, I love our connection. I can imagine most young boys and even grown men wouldn't be able to admit the latter. <laughs> and boys grow up in this world too and they too see these gender roles and stereotypes and it becomes 
becomes part of their vision of what girls are supposed to be or what girls shouldn't be. So I think they do mean well in their own head by calling girls not like other girls as a compliment, but they don't realize that it's actually like a backhanded compliment. It's like telling a girl she doesn't throw like a girl. You're trying to compliment her throwing abilities, but you're also perpetuating the harmful and false stereotype that girls generally can't throw. Either way, we hear this and if we care about their approval, we will accept it as a compliment and then we will continue to strive to not be like other girls. When I was in high school, I would purposely try to be one of the guys with my boyfriend's friends and not get upset about anything. That way I wasn't like the other girls that are sensitive. When in reality, I was just lying to myself to not seem like another difficult girl. Other girls, perfect hair, perfect makeup, superficial, always looking for male approval. Me, doesn't shave, prefers cookies over rings. Very wholesome and never demanding. I'm not like other girls, so please pick me. So that last one kind of referred to a thing which is known as being a pick me. So basically a pick me is usually a girl who will do anything, say anything, change themselves in order to get the approval of usually men. We're four months overdue on rent, but you would never catch me asking my man to stop smoking weed all day and get a job. I work 34 jobs so he doesn't have to worry. A woman should be her man's sanctuary. That's why y'all are girlfriends, not wives. I definitely recommend checking out the hashtag tweet like a pick me if you want to see more of these examples. Also, here's the cool girl monologue from Gone Girl, which is another really great example of how women sometimes change themselves to be cool and approved by guys. Cool girl. Men always use that, don't they, as their defining compliment. She's a cool girl. Cool girl is hot. Cool girl is game. Cool girl is fun. Cool girl never gets angry at her man. I drank canned beer watching Adam Sandler movies. I ate cold pizza and remained a size two. The next type of not like other girls girls are the all my friends are boys, I'm one of the boys type of girls. That last one was Madame Curie. You know what, she was kind of an honorary man. She had a penis made of science. If a man calls you one of the boys or an honorary man, again, it's supposed to be a compliment. Okay, you can't compliment me unless you take my female identity away. I don't get along with other girls. Girls are too much drama. I'm so not like other girls that I could never even be friends with a girl. It's like, what would we even talk about? The perils of capitalism? Getting along with guys versus getting along with girls or having things in common with other girls are not mutually exclusive. Now, of course, it could be totally true that you do in fact get along better with boys or that most of your friends are guys. And there's nothing wrong with that, of course. But when it gets bad is when you start to carry this toxic perspective that all girls suck and they're not worthy of your friendship and you become close-minded and think that literally every other girl on earth could never be your friend. You could never have enough in common to befriend them. And then as I said earlier, sometimes being called not like other girls is a compliment, but also being called not like other girls can be used as an insult. You should be more like other girls. You don't fit into the typical girly characteristics. And of course that can be very painful to hear. The implication is that you are doing things wrong, you're behaving wrong, you as a person are wrong for not fitting into this mold. I was really shy and was made fun of for my height. I've always been really tall. That and I like to read. And in my city, that is not seen as appealing as dancing. And kids were always like, oh, you're not normal. Moving on, what about internal factors? 
Finally, we get to internalize misogyny. You didn't think I was gonna forget that, right? You guys have probably been yelling this entire time. Why do girls call themselves not like other girls? Huh, I don't know. Internalize misogyny, yes. We are taught in various ways, directly and indirectly, to dislike women and what they enjoy. We're also taught that men and their interests are superior and more valid. We've witnessed so much hatred of women and stereotypically girly traits that we absorb those negative sentiments and they become part of us and our opinions and our thoughts. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Thought processes and sometimes we're not even completely aware of it. What girls like is lame, unworthy. It's shallow to be interested in fashion and makeup. Those girls are basic, boring, generic, predictable. So now I want to tell a little story because I definitely had internalized misogyny. Growing up, I was never a super girly, hyper-feminine girl. I definitely had a few tomboy phases. The first sport I ever played was flag football in fourth grade. And I was the only girl on my team and there was only one other girl in the whole league. And I can't remember if I chose that just to be different or because my dad likes football and I thought that it would make him happy for me to play. And then when I was in middle school and high school, I loved comedy. And at that time I was on YouTube. I've been on YouTube for way too long. But at that time especially, I felt like I was not like other girls because that was the era of literally every young girl on YouTube being a beauty guru. And I was not a beauty guru. I was trying to make funny videos and whatever else. I literally was the epitome of like, I don't care about fashion and makeup. I'm not like other girls. I wanted to be a comedian, like SNL level. At the time though, I remember thinking that based Basically, only men were funny, or at least that men were funnier than women. And I don't think I had any female comedians that I was aware of or looked up to at that time. So on the topic of guys apparently being funnier, it used to piss me off that boys could do the stupidest things and get huge laughs. I'm sure all of us have seen a 13-year-old boy put on a wig and act like a girl, and everyone acts like it's groundbreaking, life-changing. Peak humor. A group of boys dancing in the talent show? <laughs> Hello, fucking L. I was so frustrated because I knew that me as a girl doing those same things wouldn't get the same laughs. And in that way, I did notice the sexist bullshit, but at that time, I don't think I really understood it fully, and I don't think I had the vocabulary to describe it anyway. So instead of thinking, this is all because of the patriarchy and female comedians aren't really given enough of a chance because there's too many men in comedy so it makes it disproportionately seem like they're funnier but really the representation is just not there. Instead of thinking that, I thought that I would blame women, I guess, for not being funny or inventive enough or at least I felt limited in my role as a woman because I thought it'd be so much easier if I were just a boy. These boys are doing the least and they're being called class clowns. On that note, especially as young girls, we are very generous in laughing at boys' jokes. Too generous. We hype them up when they didn't deserve it. And inversely, around the same time, boys are so unwilling to admit when girls are funny that they don't give us credit and they don't laugh at our jokes.
Continuing on, by ninth grade, I am very ashamed to admit, I wrote and presented a whole ass speech literally entitled, Why Men Are Better. I know, I'm shocked. Very disappointed with my past self. She was very misled. I don't really remember exactly what my points were, but I do remember mentioning the comedy thing. And I also weirdly talked a lot about facial hair. I don't know. That was the era when mustaches were really popular and they were all over everything for some reason. And I feel like my whole thesis of the speech was like, if I were a guy, I would be funny and I could have facial hair so I could shave it in different ways and that would be funny too. Like, what the fuck? I don't know, it was 2010, it was different times. But to wrap up this whole internalized misogyny point, in the beginning of this, I said I had internalized misogyny, but to be quite honest, I think that I still have pieces of it within me today. I like to think that I've outgrown it, and I've definitely learned a lot more about like feminism. So I'm not gonna be going around saying speeches about why men are better because they're not. When something has been internalized, it runs really deep and it can take a lot of continuous work to kind of unlearn that and reverse those thought patterns. Like after years of just instinctually putting other girls down or thinking of yourself as better in some way or different or separate, it takes work to stop those thoughts and you can't just suppress them, you have to acknowledge them and change them. Being more kind and less judgmental to myself and to other women takes work like every single day and I can admit that and I consider myself to be socially aware at least. So I'm sure I'm not the only one who still is working on this. But anyway, I think some of the shame about being a woman can come from not having enough badass, amazing female role models. So like I said, with comedy at that time, the only comedians that I really knew of were all men. So I thought, shit, I'm a woman, I'm out of luck. I just wasn't aware of all of the amazing female comedians out there. So once I discovered them, you know, female comedians and writers, I felt so inspired. And that totally changed my mind about everything. But not having that representation or not having those accessible role models can be what makes girls feel like they can't pursue certain things because the status quo just perpetuates stereotypes and gender roles. Like STEM, for example. It's majority male. I don't know what the current statistics are. I think it's changing, but still. You may be a girl who's interested in STEM, but then you think, there aren't many girls in STEM. I don't wanna be the only girl in this, so maybe I won't pursue it. But the thing is, are men inherently better at science, tech, engineering, and math? Fuck no. But they are there and they're currently owning the space. And that can make girls and women feel like they don't belong there. So I know we're nearing the end of the video, but I've got a couple more reasons and situations why girls use the label not like other girls. The next is self-deprecation. Like other girls are amazing and cool and well-dressed and I'm just a dork. I'm not like other girls. Someone also sent me this meme. I'm not like other girls, I'm worse. And that just made me laugh. I wanna raise another potential situation. What if you genuinely, honestly feel like you're not like other girls, not in a superior way or not in a quirky way, but literally you just feel like you do not fit in. It's not a good thing. If anything, it's something that you might feel bad about. I'm sure that there are a lot of people who feel this way. While I've never literally identified myself in this way, I feel like I have carried this identity simply just because I've always struggled to make strong friendships with people, especially other women. I've never been that girl who has a bunch of girlfriends. I've always been a lone wolf. 
So in that situation, it's probably not a label that you would use outwardly in yourself because again, it's not something that you're necessarily proud of or happy about, but it's just a reflection of your perception of yourself or maybe your social connections or lack of social connections with other people. Next, I wanna to touch on the Enneagram because I live for personality tests. Like nothing is better than being told something about myself or confirming things about myself that are apparently true. On the Enneagram, I am a type four and I believe I'm a wing five. Type four in brief. Withholding themselves from others due to feeling vulnerable and defective, they can also feel disdainful and exempt from ordinary ways of living. Type fours on the Enneagram are known as the individualists because they feel different from the rest of the world. And obviously in the context of this video, whew, what a plot twist. Being a type four is a double-edged sword. So on one hand, your strengths are in the fact that you feel unique, you feel different in a good way, but at the same time, you can feel so different that you feel disconnected and isolated from the rest of the world. At the worst, you can feel like literally no one will ever understand the real you. And of course, I think everyone can sometimes feel those things to an extent, but this is like a defining characteristic, something that really shapes you. Anyway, I definitely recommend if you've never taken the Enneagram test, it's worth it. It's interesting if you like personality tests. But I do find that a lot of those descriptions, especially for type four wing five, those are totally true for me. For example, in fourth grade, I refused to wear gaucho pants. I don't know if you guys remember those, but they were hideous. Um, but I refused to wear them because they were popular and I didn't want to dress like everybody else. That is a prime example. To be honest, I have kind of always naturally disliked things that were too popular, too mainstream. And I know I, I sound like an asshole for even admitting this. In the years since I've noticed this, I've really tried to be more aware of it and not be an asshole about it and be open to things even when they're mainstream or popular. God forbid. I acknowledge that it can be one of my worst personality traits. But again, I don't think it's that I feel superior to other people, at least I hope not. But there definitely are situations where I look at other people or generalized people and I just cannot understand how other people you know enjoy certain things because that just completely conflicts with how I am if that makes sense on top of that I'm also pretty introverted and I'm really good at isolating myself like literally inside my house and not interacting with other people so that definitely contributes to me even more so feeling like there's this huge gulf between me and other people but I wanted to bring that up to touch on individuality in general because I live in the United States and in cultures like this that are highly individualistic we are very focused on ourselves and how to set ourselves apart we are really competitive for attention or for relationships or for jobs. And to a lot of us, the idea of not setting ourselves apart, not being our own person would be really troubling. The ironic thing is that we want to fit in. We want to be accepted, but we also want to stand out. And those are very like contradictory goals. It's doable, but it's tricky. The crazy thing is how many of us don't feel like other people. Like you may not necessarily say, I'm not like other girls, but you may occasionally think I'm not like other people. 
And again, it's just so funny that so many of us, probably most of us can identify with that. A lot of us feel like we don't fit in. It's like, you know, living in a big city can sometimes make you feel even more alone. Just being around people doesn't necessarily make you feel connected with people. The weird thing is even that isolation still doesn't bond us, even though it's something major that a lot of us have in common. It's like the classic like, oh, everybody else is out there partying, but that sounds like hell to me. I wish I could just stay home and watch Netflix. It's like, um, you just described everyone. Like, everybody loves that. I think the overall conclusion of this video is we're actually all like other girls. The stereotypes are stereotypes. Gender roles are bullshit. Like we don't need to conform to any of that. And even somebody who does fit in really well with kind of traditional female gender roles, someone who is super hyper feminine, even that girl has much more to her than just liking makeup, and cooking or I don't know. It's so limiting whether you fit into it or don't. That's why it's all bullshit. But I think it's really important to remember that girls are amazing and that there are so many fantastic, inspiring women. So it's like, it's not something to strive for to be not like other girls because there are so many amazing characteristics in people. Also, we just shouldn't or can't generalize girls at all. Let's just stop that. And also let's stop generalizing anybody. Let's blow up gender norms. So to end this video, I wanted to show some wholesome memes. Billie Eilish, I'm not like other girls. Other girls, same. That's all of us. I like your makeup. Thanks, I like your hair. Because around these parts, we don't take kindly to pitting women against each other. Me, good music, I like my clothes, I have feelings, wanna be respected. Other girls, good music. She likes her clothes, she has feelings. She wants to be respected. I like sci-fi and I am like other girls. Other girls, makeup, fake nails, long hair, jewelry, designer bag, tight clothes. Me, I support her because girls are constantly shamed for the things they like and we shouldn't tear each other down. And this was a remake of that other meme, fake boobs, orange makeup. <laughs> Me, four inches tall, 25,000 years old, well-endowed, fertility symbol made of limestone, mysterious. I love the internet in times like these. So if you haven't left a comment yet, please comment below your favorite things about yourself or maybe share a list of traits in girls and women and people that you know and admire because we should all just be lifting each other up and stop comparing ourselves, stop adhering to these bullshit stereotypes and gender roles, stop confining each other. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe because I'll be making more internet analysis videos soon. You guys can follow me on Instagram for some mediocre pics if you want to follow me on Twitter for some political tweets, I am always popping off there. And stay tuned for my next internet analysis video. Okay, thanks, bye!